welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse, now, now in podcast, podcast form. form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And it's your last week before you move. It's true. Well, technically you're moving... In two days. Yeah, so by the time that people are hearing this... I will not exist anymore. Yeah. Well, only for like two episodes a month. Yeah. You're getting replaced with more of me. This week, it was Devin's turn to pick the stories that we're doing. So we've got two Spider-Man what-ifs. Spidey, Spidey, Spidey! Our first one is... What if Volume 1, Number 19? What if Spider-Man had never become a crime fighter? Slash, what if Spider-Man had stopped the burglar who killed his uncle? Yep. Which was really weird that they had two titles for it. It's true. And it was written by Peter Gillis, with art by Pat Broderick, inks by Mike Esposito, letters by Tom Orzakowski, and Silver was on the colors. And this takes place in Earth 80219. Well, basically starting off, you have... Oh, guess what? Uncle Ben doesn't get killed because Peter actually steps up and stops the robber. But he did it to become famous! Oh look, Costume Man stops robber. Because he was doing it while he was doing his big promotional television shows. Which a lot of people forget about. Before he became the costume crime fighter, he was basically like a uh, TV celebrity. Mm-hmm. And so he decides to set up a media empire instead. And uh, meanwhile, John Jameson, who we last saw in that other universe where he also died in his rocket ship explosion. Died in a rocket ship explosion. <laughs> but this time it's not Spider-Man's fault at all, and so Jameson, uh, J. Jonah Jameson gets really depressed. Sad. Yep. Sad man Jameson. Uh, and, then, and Peter leaves his aunt and uncle's house because he reveals to them that he is actually Spider-Man. And his <laughs> uncle's like, fuck you, boy. You need to go use his power for good. Oh, and then Screw you, Uncle Ben. You're not my dad. We're getting therapy. And then Aunt May uh, faints because yeah. <laughs> old school style Aunt May. And, well, Ben also wanted him to go off to college and Peter was like, I don't need college. I'm Spider-Man. I've got all the abilities at a degree that a spider can. It's true. He made her Jared in Spiderology. Mm-hmm. And so he's got an offer to make a movie. And he makes a movie and gets famous for it. But this pisses off Jameson, who uh, ends up outing him as Spider-Man. Yeah. Which Peter's like, oh, I was I was going to do them the sequel. And so in response, Spider-Man sends an army of well, terrorists yeah. in Spider-Man costumes to invade the Daily Bugle. <laughs> and, like, Jameson is pretty much, like... Losing his shit. Because he thinks he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. And then Spider-Man comes in and gives him a plaque for to thank him for his journalism. For being the best Spider-Fan ever. <laughs> God. It reminded me of, uh, what's it called? Oh, Futurama. The Tale of Two Santas. When he gives him the empty box. It was like, it may appear empty, but the message is clear. Fuck with Spider-Man again, and I'll kill you next year. <laughs> And uh, Spider-Man ends up starting his own production agency and signs up the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, and the X-Men. And the X-Men have seemed very nonplexed about the entire ordeal. Nonplussed? Yeah, whatever. Plexed, plussed. I'm which, tired too. Yeah, and uh, he also buys out Marvel Comics, which was great. Yeah, Stanley and Jack Kirby were there too. <laughs> yeah, and... I'm not entirely sure because we never really see movies of these characters or, like, action figures, which I think would have been a great thing to have in the background art. Yeah. But then the person who he signs up that becomes important is Daredevil. 
And, like, he signs up Daredevil and then immediately gives him a new costume, which is his red costume, except he's got a big, cape. like, theater cape and a uh, pitchfork. Or a devil trident. Satan stick. Yep. And he's just like, no, Spider-Man, I'm not using this. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, fine. Here, Here's the Billy Club. And uh, Daredevil's like, okay, that's cool. And so Jameson tries to file a suit against Spider-Man for hiring Daredevil who is a vigilante, so I guess no one else is really fighting crime in the same way. Or, well, I guess the Avengers were sanctioned, the Fantastic Four usually dealing with their own problems and adventures. And then the X-Men are doing their thing. So, yeah, really, I mean, it's basically, yeah, just him. Mm -hmm. Oh, though, with more Jameson things, I really did love the reason that he even sent Ned Leeds to go look for him in the first place, because I just loved how he showed up from the Spider-Man premiere. They laughed at me, Jonah. <laughs> they said yeah. that the Daily Bugle was trash. <laughs> and uh, so Jameson tries to file a suit against Spider-Man for hiring Daredevil. And Spider-Man, in return, finds out that uh, Foswell is the uh, big man. And so he gets the uh, Daily Bugle. He's a big uh, crime boss. Yeah. He uh, gets the Daily Bugle pretty much investigated by the police. The entire place gets ransacked. And uh, the bugle is pretty much left in tatters. And well, because so, he also gives the story to the da- the globe. Yeah. Who he's just like, and you're going to write the story the way I tell you to. And it's just like, is Jameson also involved? Should he be fired? <laughs> and so uh, the like people who own the bugle basically come to Jameson and they're like, yeah. Uh, so we've got good news. Uh, we're going to give you a severance pay, and you'll still get to be on in a more uh, a more symbolic role, Jonah. He's like, no, screw that. I'm going to leave and start yeah. my own newspaper. Except instead of a newspaper, it'll be revenge with blackjack and hookers. In fact, revenge is the most important thing. Screw the blackjack and the hookers. Yep. And then he waggles his cigar. It's true. But not before we see that great picture. There's now my Twitter profile picture of Jameson just looking very sad with the cigar just kind of droopily hanging there. There were so many like great Jameson expressions. God, there were so issue. many. I just like couldn't get enough. It was like, damn. Thank you, Pat Broderick and Mike Esposito, for your fantastic J- Jameson pictures. Just look at that. <laughs> yeah. He looks very greasy. My God, you're greasy. <laughs> and uh, so Spider-Man is filming a new... A movie when he gets attacked by a monster, or when the uh, movie monster ends up attacking him with 20,000 volts. Yep. And Spider-Man's like, oh, well, I, I'm not entirely sure if that was an accident, so I'm going to train more. And how does he train? Montage! No, he just hires a whole bunch of martial artists to beat the shit out of him. Or try to. And uh, while they're fighting, Craven the Hunter, who is Craven the Hunter, is basically there, the one guy in an orange gi, attacks him with uh, poison claws. Yeah. I, I did love that, yeah, no one could tell who did. I'm like, I, I think it's fairly obvious who did. Yeah. <laughs> he did uh, look quite distinct from the others. Uh, Mr. Eliosis, uh, Cr- or, no, his name is Sergei, right? Sergei Kravinov. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Sergei Kravinov, you're wearing our uh, Spider-Man production agency required gi. Ileana Snowflake. Oh, Craven. Also, I loved. I just want to know how much time has passed 
in this series because you have like your normal traditional schoolboy Peter Parker, and then all of a sudden he looks like really weird, kind of like um, David Hasselhoff esque, but he has like a really horrible mullet. Oh yeah, his hair is like it's, uh... it's like you look like you're 25. You haven't showered in like five weeks. It's like and Alan are drinking Dave, all the time. It's like Alan Davis hair gone wrong. Yeah. And uh, so Spider- it's like, are you still supposed to be like 16? Because that's kind of what I thought was going on, but apparently not. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man's trying to figure out who would hate him because he literally has no idea. <laughs> like, this is some Citizen Kane with Spider-Man stuff. Yep. And uh, so Spider-Man... Well, to be fair, if he's not that much of a self-centered douchebag, he probably wouldn't think about J. Jonah Jameson hating yeah. him. Should we call this episode Spider-Man Kane? Yes. Well, as opposed to Kane the Spider-Man. Well, since there's two titles for this one, maybe we'll have to be two titles for this episode. Maybe. Uh, But uh, because Daredevil saved uh, Spider-Man, he decides that he wants Daredevil in the uh, next movie, and so they meet with the producers, who it actually turns out are this new version of the Sinister Six, who are Electro, Doc Ock, Vulture, Mysterio... Sandman and a mysterious figure in a cloak. Which I love that they get dropped down like a giant like hole. It's just like, but you're Spider-Man. Yeah. Why did you fall down the hole? Why didn't you stick to the wall? That like literally happens every time you fall into a hole in any comic ever. Do you think Spider-Man was doing like a whole bunch of cocaine this entire time? Probably. I okay, mean, with so the hairstyle. Got... So Spider-Man... Is doing a bunch of cocaine, so that explains like ninety percent of the stuff here. I and mean, that's what I've just like been assuming has been happening. Yeah, but the, I mean, uh, he is in Hollywood after all. It's a really sad story of Hollywood fame that's destroying true. a man. And uh, behind the music, the Spider-Man story in Hollywood, inside and, the Hollywood studios. Yes, and so the Sinister Six take down Daredevil, and Spider-Man fights back. Uh, Finally, after it grows a pair. Yeah, stopping all of them except for the um, mysterious masked figure as Daredevil is starting to die. And Spider-Man finds out that the last figure is Jameson. With that great face that he makes of him like almost about to cry. That mm-hmm. almost became the picture. <laughs> and he basically gives the, you could have been a hero, son. And you ruined my life. You took everything. And uh, Spider-Man, having lost his best friend, I guess because Daredevil was his only friend. Uh, is he dead, though? That was, like, very unclear. I figured... Uh, I figured he was, and he was a super, super duper duper hurt. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man ends up regretting that he wasn't a hero for the right reasons. Yeah. And that's where we end the story. Moral of the story is this one continues the whole um, Identity Wars problem of... Uncle Ben needs to die because only bad things happen if he lives. Well, no, because, I mean, Uncle Ben really had no hand in Spider-Man becoming famous or choosing this path. Like the fact But yeah, that he, he did, because him not dying doesn't cause Peter to feel guilt about it. Yeah, but it's like, if Uncle Ben had died in, like, a totally unrelated way, like, it hadn't been that thief who killed him, I still think it could have ended up this way. Possibly. Oh, possibly, but... Because, I mean, he does pretty much tell Uncle Ben and Aunt May, Screw you guys. 
I'm going to start a movie studio. Yep. With blackjack and hookers. In fact, no, actually, just no, cocaine. no. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, no, he, was, he would be into the blackjack and hookers. Mm-hmm. And our second story is What If Volume 1, number 24. What If When Stacy Had Lived by Tony Isabella, with art by Gil Kane and Frank Giosia, uh, colors by Carl Gafford, and Tom Orzakowski on the letters again. And this is Earth 7736. So, normally, well, do you want to give what normally happens? Yes. Basically, you have the classic issue of Amazing Spider Man number 121. The Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, has, knows who Peter Parker is. He's been going in and out of the like, craziness of being the Goblin, but then he goes full Goblin mode, kidnaps Gwen Stacy, and calls Peter out to fight him to the death, or he'll kill her. Well, the problem is, Peter Parker at this point in time also has a super bad cold. And is really sick for the entire fight. Well, they end up doing the battle. Goblin knocks Gwen off of the George Washington Bridge. Peter webs and catches her leg, which snaps her neck, and she dies. Thus ending pretty much, arguably, the Silver Age of comics right then and there. Yeah, and uh, so Spider-Man in this universe, he swings to save Gwen Stacy... Instead of webbing her, and they both end up plunging in, or plunging into the Hudson River. Yeah, which I really liked actually in this thing because they did a reprint or like a little bit of Amazing Spider-Man 121. The word "snap" was not around her neck this time when they did it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Green Goblin, because he can't see Spider-Man, thinks that both of them are dead. So he decides to go in and declare himself the boss of all crime in New York City. And while he's doing this, like, Spider-Man casts the spider light into the room. He's like, oh, you really didn't think you stopped me, did you, Goblin? What's well, sir? Say what? And he takes down all of the Max crime men, but Goblin is able to escape, and he creates a contingency plan where he sends Spider-Man's secret identity... And he sends Spider-Man's secret identity and all of the proof to his biggest enemy. Who could it be? I mean, I figured it out really quick, but... Craven the Hunter! Doc Ock! Uncle Ben! And many more! <laughs> the Jackal. Wait. No, because the Jackal wouldn't have been really a thing at this point in time since Gwen Stacy's not dead. Yeah. Because he makes all the clones of her because he is a creepy old man. Yeah. So, uh, Norman Osborn uh, decides to tell his son that Peter is Spider-Man, and Barry's like, No! That can't be! That's impossible! That's not really what he says. He's basically like, yeah, but you're also the Green Goblin, so you're also a batshit old, insane old man. We don't have to go down this dark path you were clearly going on. Yeah, but I wanted to do a bad Luke Skywalker impression. Yeah. Well, you you know, we're, we're getting all of our pop culture references that I won't cut out this time in. <gasps> no five-minute-long Simpsons tangents. Well, let's Simpsons. talk about the Simpsons. <laughs> so Norman does... Norman pretty much does the exact Hank Pym yellow jacket slap to Harry. Like, yeah, it wasn't accidental, though. Yeah, no, no, this is like... This is a full-on, yeah, get the, the hell out of my way, This was son. not a disconnection between the art and the writing. This was, ba-bam, you're down. Mm-hmm. But uh, Spider-Man stops Norman from pretty much uh, killing Harry then. But Harry doesn't want Spider-Man to, to kill his dad, because Spider-Man is ready to at this point. Yeah. And uh, Norman, and uh, Norman's basically got the detonator for the entire mansion ready. But when Harry jumps in the way to save his dad from Spider-Man, his heart grew three sizes that day. It's true. 
And then the true meaning of goblins came true. Mm-hmm. And Norman found the strength of ten goblins. Not to press the button. Yep. Plus two. <laughs> and uh, so with his biggest enemy defeated, Peter goes back and proposes to Gwen and, like, reveals that he was Spider-Man, though he did that before, like, yeah. after he had saved her. To which she was first hella pissed. Oh, yeah, and then it's like, five minutes later, oh, okay, Peter, that's, that's perfectly understandable. I love you again. I'll forgive you for murdering my father. Yeah. I'll just buy that you didn't actually kill him. And so it's the day of their wedding, and Peter goes and sees her in her wedding dress before uh, they get married, which... They're both like, oh yeah, it's bad luck, but we don't care. Nothing's going to, nothing bad is going to happen. And he gives the classic Spidey speech of, but I'm Spider-Man, can we be together? Our lives will be turmoil. And she's like, I don't care, Peter, we're getting married. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they have their ceremony. And so all of... Harry, Mary Jane, and Norman are not there. And neither is J. Jonah Jamerson. <gasps> Why? Why do you think that is? Because I think it's because he's just stingy and was getting late. That's what Robbie said. Yeah. Well, they do get married. But then J. Jonah Jameson bursts in with the police and reveals that Peter is Spider-Man. And Aunt May's like, no, Peter! And has a heart attack. Yeah. And uh, the police force uh, Peter to flee. And J. Jonah Jameson vows to keep tracking him down until the end of time. And then Ro- Robbie Robertson takes his newspaper, shoves it in Jameson's mouth, and tells him to shove it. Yeah. That he is done. He quits. Come on, Gwen. Let's help Peter out. With Blackjack and hookers. Wait. Never mind Blackjack and hookers. And uh, so uh, J. Jonah Jameson just ends up with this panel of him looking into the dark. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've made a huge mistake. I also like too, just also because of where this one started too, because he would have basically taken the the first hundred plus issues of Spider-Man were canon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you had like that nice relationship between Peter and Jameson. Yeah. Because Robbie's just like he, you know that it was more than just an employer-employee relationship you had. Yeah. And, and you uh, threw it all away. And there's like this epilogue where Peter's like, "Well, I'm I'm pretty much boned." Yep. And now, originally when this was printed, which you'll notice if you read it on Marvel Unlimited, which is where we read it, uh, it was originally also printed with a backup feature starring the Eternals, which is why you don't actually get the cover art for it in this issue. I was was wondering. Yep. But we aren't going to talk about the Eternals, because that takes place in the 616, and you can hear all about that on my new Eternals podcast, the Fourth Host Podcast, where it's four hosts talking about the Eternals every week, and then the world ends. Yay. That's, that's not an actual podcast. Oh. But you know what is an actual part of our podcast? What? Trials of the Multiverse. Trials, man. Trials, man. Gets numbered on a list, man. It gets on with some ranks. Remember that time Uncle Ben called Gwen and Mary Jane skanks? Look I out. Because that was a sad universe. But also a good universe. So up first we have Earth 80219, which is uh, Movie Star Spider-Man. That's a good universe name for it, right? Yeah. So where should Movie Star Spider-Man go? Or Hollywood Spider-Man. 
Yes, Hollywood Spider-Man. Because if you haven't seen BoJack Horseman, get on that. Uh, well, I, I have a feeling this is going to rank pretty highly mm -hmm. on our uh, list. Both of these. Yeah, so let's start in the top corner. Uh, is it better or worse than Doom Sorcerer Supreme? Better. Okay, is it better or worse than Old Man Logan? Uh, better. Okay, better or worse than Space Punisher? I don't know if I'd go as far as Space Punisher. Okay, uh, better or worse than uh, the original Agents of Atlas? No. Uh, I don't like it more than Galactus Became Human. So then up next is Thunderworld. I, I, uh, hmm. I like Thunderworld a lot. So I, I don't want to put it over that. Nope. So then up next is Superman Red Sun. Better than that. So it will be our new number nine. Hollywood Spider-Man. Earth. 80219. That one was a nice wrap-up story. Mm -hmm. Where I'm looking forward to talking about the next one because personally I think it should have continued on. Yeah. Uh, it's like some of the other multiverses from what if issues got to go on for multiple issues. Mm -hmm. Why can't this? So, also, call out to Dan Slott. Why weren't these guys in Spider-Verse? Oh yeah, we'll have to have Dan Slott on someday and we bring will. him to crimes for his crimes against the multiverse. True. So Earth that 7... time Ghost Spider wasn't in your series? Even though he was on promotional posters? Mm-hmm. So Earth 7736. Where should it go? Higher than Hollywood Spider-Man. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I love Hollywood Hollywood Spider-Man a lot more. And like we said, uh, Gwen Stacy marries Peter uh, universe doesn't really have a satisfying ending. Well, like I said, it's true. If there had been another issue, I feel like it could have ranked higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go down a bit more then. Okay. Uh, better or worse than the Mojoverse? Mm, maybe just under it. So it's uh, right above Old Man Logan? Yeah. So. Earth. 7736. Glenn ain't dead. Yeah, I'll put that on. It's quicker than what I was going to write. That's good. <laughs> So, one of the things that the sort of brought up is, are there any elements of the Spider-Man, like, origin that could be edited that wouldn't end with, like, everything turning worse? I mean, that is one of the things that they seem to actually reach out and do. Spider-Man's life is awful all the time. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is a garbage monster. Okay. I love you, Spider-Man. I don't know. Here, let me think. Well, let's go over the defining moments. Okay, he gets bitten by a spider. Yep. So, what if he hadn't been bitten by the spider? Uncle Ben still would have been murdered. <laughs> Ten airplanes come down. He No, he dies in the uh, Jameson uh, space shuttle explosion. Well, Peter would have, yeah. yeah. But Uncle Ben also would have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah. like that's the very first thing that pretty much happens to him. So, yeah, everything sucks for to be Peter Parker right there. He also might have been home when the robber shoots Uncle Ben. Mm -hmm. So he might have been shot too. I think the only like safe origin that we had was for our version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Where his parents are both super spies and he also becomes a super well, maybe spy. Maybe for not everything turning horrible, let's see. 
What if Spider-Man Venom suit isn't an evil thing? Like if it wasn't a non-corrupted symbiote? Yeah. That could have been cool. Uh, or what if... Uh, I mean, his life is still kind of sucky by that point anyway, but... Or what if... turned around. What if, uh, Spider-Man... Or what if Peter had gone on a date with Mary Jane the first time... It's and true. they tried to introduce her... Him and her? It's true. That could have definitely worked, too, because... Mm-hmm. Would have been pre-Gwen. Yeah. So then Gwen doesn't have to die. Yeah. But, you know, that old Parker luck. Or what if Storm and Norman had actually just, like made the formula as he was supposed to and not make him crazy. I thought you were going to say, like, what if Storm and Norman, like, hooked up? Oh, yeah. That would be cool, too, but... Thunder Goblin. Storm and Norman. Harry, this is your new mom! I shall greet you with the elements of the winter! God, has helped me, Harry. Your room is filthy. <laughs> The winds of cleanliness shall help you. What are all of these porno mags doing? Harry, that's what the internet is for. I know. I'll be good. Should we put on What If Norman Osborne and Storm we could. had a relationship? We haven't added on like one of our own universes in a while. Let's do it. Okay, so like this is... Storm and Norman. Yes. Well, is it going to go in top quarter? No. No. Well, here's the uh, closest one that we have for another alternate parent. What if Punisher was a stern fatherly type? No. I love I love stern Punisher. Stern Punisher all the way. Okay. But is that like a general area that we could work with? Yes. Okay. Is it better than original bullpen is Fantastic Four? No. Okay, so that's easy enough. It is our new 21 Earth question mark. Storm in Earth question mark. Storm in Norman. Which is our worst pun so far. Marvel, hire us to write this. Storm in Norman! (laughs) The relationship no one was waiting for. Yep. But, I mean, she does have a history of going for, or, well, being hit on by people who are crazy, powerful, and rich. And the bad boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... And she needs to, and she, like, I mean, she got divorced, um, T'Challa. She's got, she she wants to try to find someone different. Yeah, but this would have to be, like, before Norman is publicly revealed as the Green Goblin. Shh. Ah, maybe that turns, maybe she's into that. Yeah, it's like instead of uh, Professor X meeting her in Africa. It was just him on one of his business trips. Yep. Oh, hello, young lady. I am Storm and Norman. My name is Storm! What a coincidence! To the marriage hut! (laughs) Yeah. Harry, this is your new son! Or, your new mother! (laughs) Storm! Yeah, I, I like this universe the more that we talk about it. Well, and there's the thing, too. Speaking of son and mom and all that, bam. They had kept this going with the whole Gwen Stacy surviving thing if they were trying to do the stupid, um, this everything before Gwen Stacy's death is real. It's just like, man, that would have been really awkward. She's like, 
So I kind of hooked up with Norman in Europe. Here are two twins. Remember that time I did that and it was great and everyone loved it? I do. Well, uh, this has been Multiversal Q. Next week we're going to be hopefully covering the universe of Mutant X, which is going to be like 30 issues. Uh, I may or may not have a co-host for it because... The series was not available online, even in torrent form, and so I've got the comic that I ordered via eBay, and I've got to cover all of that stuff, and Devin is moving too far away to be able to read that after. Yep. I do. Uh, we're also hopefully going to be having two episodes with Al Ewing on. Yeah. So, Devin may be around for those, and then... Hopefully. And don't worry, guys, come this November, we're going to be doing a 30-plus uh, issue episode, too. About the fantastic series, Mary Jane. And Spider-Man loves Mary Jane. God. Okay. I am so excited to talk about it. Uh, Multiversal Q can be found at multiversalq.com, where on our website you can see the image galleries that we have, because some of you don't apparently visit the image galleries, which are really cool. Uh, you can officially download Tim. us... Uh, you can officially download us from iTunes again. Uh, we got our oh, feed redirected. Yeah, oh, that's good. Uh, you just have to delete your old feed and then reinstall the new one. Uh, we also are on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, we have our uh, Patreon campaign that you can donate to and get special things like us singing songs. So I included the uh, Eliana Snowflake. Well, actually, that will be going up as soon as I remember to do that. Because if you want to hear me and Devin's hot summer jam, Ileana, Snowflake, uh, it is some hot beats. True. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G, and I also have a Gumroad where you can buy my comics. Yay! And you can find me on Twitter at, at Fred Fett, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And, uh, yeah. You can is... find me on PlayStation. Oh, well, you can also find me on uh, the Wii U. As hey, I was, hey, you don't need to put out so many things. You were whipping out the, oh, look at my comics. So I'm like... Well, hey, my, my car died, so I need I need cash monies. We all need the cash monies. Yeah, but you're, you're going to be fun employed. I'm going to be so fun employed. Guys, if you want to help a fun employable man out, hire me. Fun employable man was my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Yep. Okay, so we will... Or at least I will see you back next week. This is the last episode filmed before a live studio audience. Goodbye, viewers.